This call is being recorded. What's up, everybody? Jeffrey Lyles. You're listening to Lyles Movie Files. We're in month three of quarantine. I'm here with the big dog chief and Jace. We're going to talk about overrated movies. Those who you just can't understand why people love these movies as much as they do. So we're going to break those down. And we're also going to talk about TV shows or movies that somehow magically become TV shows. So we're going to break it down, figure out some things that we think would make better TV shows that they came from pretty cool movies. So let's get this bad boy rolling. Let's get it going. Jace, how you doing? Good. How are you? Man, you know, I can't complain except for my hair, which looks a hot, disorderly mess. We did see an early version in the video conference. Yeah, it's true. Which, which no one can see. So, yes, very helpful for our listening audience. But they can imagine it looking ridiculous. So. All right. Let, let's say that's not going to be the case. Chief, what's up with you, man? What's going on, fellas? Everything is good. Uh, uh, in another week or so, I'll be able to have a ponytail out this strike. But other than that, <laughs> it's like... But I, look, I still ain't going to the barber shop. Yeah, yeah man. I feel like good. I'm close to a mullet. <laughs> I didn't even know that was possible, but apparently it is. Yeah. All right, so let's jump right into this bad boy. Overrated movies was a topic that was trending on Twitter or somebody on my feed. I don't even know if it's trending. But I was like, this seems like a good idea to rip off slash borrow for a topic on today's show. So I came up with my list of five overrated films that always make me give a strong eye roll when I think of them and go, yes, this movie's overrated. And as I was coming up with my list, I realized that compared to some overrated lists, I just avoided those movies that looked like they were too pompous and took themselves way too seriously. So I did not see them. I did have my own list of movies that I did watch and thought they were ridiculously overrated. So I'm going to start off with Avatar. That movie is just ridiculous in terms of like how people talk about it. Just like, oh man, it's so revolutionary. And really, it wasn't doing anything that other 3D movies weren't doing. It was cool that one time but gosh it does not hold up at all after that that first viewing and i am still amazed and aghast that james cameron is determined to make this a thing and have two more avatar films come out because i don't see that 3d audience flocking to that movie and the story wasn't that great anyway so i just don't understand how he's like oh i can make a whole franchise out of this i don't see it so that's my number well no particular order that's my first one number two star wars the force awakens and it may be depending on how i'm feeling that won't be the only star wars film on my list but um this was the movie we were all waiting for it was this hey it's the next generation of star wars han luke leia are gonna be back this is exciting because it had been a long time since we'd seen the original trilogy characters and we're going to introduce these young kids, this new generation of characters that are going to hang out and learn the ways of the Force with them. Cool. Okay. And then somehow this movie went on to make a ton of money at the box office. And I was just so confused because it was like, yeah, it was cool. And people really responded like it was, oh, man, it's so good. There's no CGI. It's awesome. But I just felt like it was the same movies we've already seen. and. Star Wars and Return of the Jedi. And, you know, if you take a checklist when you're watching Star Wars and then you watch Force Awakens, you'll be like, man, there is so much stuff here from this movie to the next. That is just kind of like going note for note. And J.J. Abrams loves to follow what's already been done with a few tweaks and call it a movie. And that's what I felt Force Awakens was. Sure, it was a solid, well-done movie because if you rip off Star Wars... If you do it right, it shouldn't be a bad movie. But I really think that one is super, super overrated. Next up, Skyfall. Skyfall is a great looking James Bond movie, but everybody's, you know, not everybody, but it was like so much 
oh, Skyfall is the best James Bond movie. I'm like, mm, I mean, it's cool, but GoldenEye exists. Um, Thunderball happened. So many other films of, of the Sean Connery era. I mean, just run with them alone from Russia with Love, um, Goldfinger. There's so many. And it's like, eh, Spectre. Skyfall really looks great. And I will always say that. It is probably, no, not probably, without a doubt, the best looking of the Bond films. But there's not enough to really make it work. And the bad guy, Javier Bardem kind of sells what he's doing, but he's just not menacing enough as a Bond villain. It's just kind of, eh, he's another in a long list of, he could have been cooler than he is in the movie. So that that's another one for me. Um, number four, Born Identity. That one kind of got this reputation as revolutionizing the action genre better than Bond. And I don't know. It was like I, I've, I've watched those movies and it's just a bunch of hyper super editing because Matt Damon is not an effective fighter. So we're cutting up everything to make it look like he is moving like lightning. And after the first one, the franchise just kind of peters out. But the first one in Washington, it's like, eh, that's cool. But man, it is not the game changer of action films that that it was made out to be and i think that if you look at it now it's going to be like oh man they're really editing and chopping this sucker up to be like oh man check this out and for my last one just because i'm gonna go with titanic titanic does the job of that movie it's about a boat running into an iceberg and they tell this weird love story where a woman will not share a door um, wreckage to help her lover and it's just kind of yeah, it's cool but I don't but looking at the box office charts and that movie being like you know I guess number three now all time or four all time it just doesn't seem right to me because it's like I've seen countless movies that I think are way better so for that reason alone I would put that on my overrated list confident movie it does what it's intended to do but Certainly not one of the best movies ever. So those are my five overrated films. Uh, Chief, you want to go next? All right, here we go. My first film might be controversial. A lot of you may not agree with it, but The Hunger Games. <laughs> um, I didn't walk out of that joint feeling like I had seen one of the greatest movies out there. Um, it was okay. Um, it just it just didn't do for me. Like I like with the Hunger Games on TV, I don't have to pause to to like I don't have to stop what I'm doing to watch it. Um, it just doesn't happen like that for me. So I'm not a I'm not a Hunger Games fan. It just didn't do anything for me. Um, but a lot of people love it. But to me, it was overrated. It was just like ah, okay. I mean. It didn't do anything. Uh, the second joint, my man, he was like, yo, you got to watch this. This joint is amazing. Lost in translation. <laughs> I sat through that joint. And I mean, it, it's not a bad movie. Don't get me wrong. It just wasn't as great as everybody was making it out to be, especially the person who put me on to it. He was just like, man, it was wonderful. It was okay. Um, not too much like, like I could have taped me going out for a day and then replayed it that night. It would have been the same damn thing. Um, you know, we laughed. Told some jokes, we had some fun, we danced, whatever the hell. It wasn't that great. I didn't see no love in it. Uh, I don't even know if I fully understood the movie. And I watched it. I never watched it again. I never even tried to watch it again. Inception. People are like, oh, this is a fantastic movie. And I'm just like, eh, it was all right. It was all right. Um, that was three. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, my fourth one is Eyes Wide Shut. Um, you know, uh, you know, Tom and Nicole, yada yada. I don't know. It wasn't that. It, again, it, uh, it wasn't that great. I mean, it just it, they did things. Characters did things that didn't make sense. Uh, I don't know. I mean, for a dude who had a woman, like he followed that woman a little too. Like it was kind of creepy the way he was joking for her. Um. Even to, to sneak into a mansion to be with, I, I, I just it wasn't that. I, I didn't love it. And the last but not least, um, was eyes wide shut. Is it, not eyes wide shut. Um, what's the hell is the name of that movie? Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey is coming out the the book. It's fantastic. The acting sucked. And when I say the acting sucked, the acting sucked. And then it was just stupid. Hello, Mr. Grey. I'm like, uh, (laughs) it didn't make no sense. Um, I didn't enjoy it. And then I watched the rest of them by default. Like, I was with somebody, they wanted to see them. I'm here. I'm watching them. I'm like, this stuff is ridiculous. This movie suck. All of them suck. But let's, you know, we're starting with the first one. The first one kicked it off. It shouldn't have been anymore after that. It sucked. I don't know why people were going crazy. I don't even know why women were going crazy over it. You know? I mean... Next time you with your woman, pull your belt out and strike her and see how much love you get. So it's, I don't know. I didn't like it. So those are my overrated movies, or some of them. And I just thought, though, you know, the movies themselves, they were okay. But none of them I had the urge to go back and watch again. All right. Good deal. Jay King. You got your overrated sure. movie list together? I do. I do. And it's hard to keep this to five because there's so many movies, you know, and for me, it's a lot of the overhyped films. I'm not one. So some people don't like movies because they're hype, They're overhyped, right? There's a lot of hype behind the movie. So because of that, people can become anti this movie, right? These are movies mm-hmm. that were popular. It's not that I'm anti the movie. It's just, I watched and I wasn't impressed. I was not impressed. This is not coming from anywhere but a place of me not being impressed. To me, this movie was overhyped. Um, so starting with number five, and I can't say a particular order because all these things were turds to me, um, Avatar. I hate when people try to justify Avatar being a great movie because they can't explain it. By the time the movie is over, I, as I always ask people, what was what was the end game for all of this? What were they trying to get to the tree of life? Why? Why? Was it a source of energy? Was it a source of all living beings? You don't even know. You just saw blue creatures. Um, I, I didn't want a Tarzan movie. I didn't want to say a white savior movie when it came to the, the crippled guy becomes more avatar than the avatars. We didn't need that. It was a dumb movie. It really was. Um, it was way overhyped. And then now they're talking about this one's having a billion-dollar budget. And I, I, there was a sequel. The sequel's going to have a billion-dollar budget. I'm wondering why, because for what it's worth, I didn't see how they spent so much money making the first one. I, I didn't see. I mean, what, what is it, the, the 3D elements or something like that they were saying it cost mm-hmm. so much? And then when yep. you see it in 3D, it wasn't impressive. It wasn't impressive. What was more impressive to me in 3D was either either uh, the first and end game. Uh, that was an impressive 3D film. Um, it should. How many of the how, Black Panther in 3D? Come on, man. There's too, too many of the Marvel movies in 3D were way more impressive than Avatar. 
And it's not just because of the time that's lapsed. You know what I mean? It's not just because they, mm-hmm. the movie has aged and the technology has aged. It's because they're just better. Sorry. Um, next up, I got to say, oh, I, have? I have Prometheus on that list. And I, was, I didn't want to put mm-hmm. Prometheus on the list because I was hopeful. You know, I, I was like everybody else who thought, ooh, alien movie. Ooh, really, Scott's back. It's going to be good. It wasn't. It was long, and nothing happened. <laughs> it was long, and nothing happened. And yet it got so much critical acclaim. I was like, why? <clears throat> Which brings me to my next critically acclaimed movie that I thought was way overrated, Ex Machina. Hmm. Everybody went on and on about Ex Machina, and it was, it was a little, you know, it had a little... Uh, noir elements, it was creepy, sci-fi, but it didn't go anywhere. It didn't go anywhere. It was like, I guess the guy was kind of like a weird Elon Musk, or even, an even weirder Elon Musk. And, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, it was trying to mix too many elements into it. You know, this is the wave of the future. This is what the future is going to be. Synthetic humans, synthetic emotions, blah, blah, blah. This is where we already are. But yeah, I don't care. If I want that, I just, we already have it. It's called Facebook. It's called social media. It's called, you know, I, I don't care. Um, and then they made way too big a deal about it. Way too big a deal about that movie. Um, God, next up, uh, The Revenant. The Revenant was okay. Is it Leo's best movie? No. No, it really wasn't. All I remember from The Revenant is get the pelts and he got mauled by that bear. I remember him getting mauled by that bear and so everybody just kept yelling, get the pelts. The pelts were very important in that movie. That's all I remember. Um, like I said, it wasn't Leo's best movie, but you know, he won an award for it and people thought it was the greatest thing ever. I don't know why. Um, that, and it's sad that you know most of these movies I'm naming came out in the last ten years. There are a lot of really overrated movies that popped up in the last ten years, and I know I'm gonna say it and say unpopular opinion is my last one. The Hangover. I can't. The Hangover was good. Feels like one of those movies for me that was good for one watch. I watched it. Okay, I'll probably never watch this again. I just don't feel the need to. I wasn't that impressed with it. It, it had its moments. <clears throat> it was some funny spots in it, but. It's not one of those movies. Like, I can tell you, I can recite Trading Places or Coming to America, uh, 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 Easy Money, or Rodney Dangerfield, uh, uh, The Great Outdoors, you know, these great comedies, these funny comedies. I can recite these movies left and right. I can't tell you any single joke from The Hangover other than the sight gags. The Asian guy's penis, my man pulled his tooth out, oh, Mike Tyson. I, I can't tell you anything else. I don't remember anything else. Wasn't that good to me? That's mine. What you mean the drug dealer wasn't a good guy? Well, you know, I, I don't remember. I, I know. I was just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, was just, I was just like, man, when you said that, I was like, oh, man, I, I'm, I'm running through all kinds of dialogue when you threw out the hangover. All right, Jay. I can't. I can't. Jace, what you got? What I got to the party. Okay. Uh, my list uh, contains movies that I may have griped on once or twice. But one is Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense was good. Kind of, it's, it's definitely one of, like, Avatar. It's good for one viewing only. And if, you, and if you have not heard the spoiler, oh, man, I totally didn't see that coming. After that, it's one of those, if somebody gave, bought it, you bought it, you're like, I don't need this in my collection. It's one and done. Uh, next movie that is way overhyped uh, is uh, Logan. Uh, that is, of all the, what is it, Fox Marvel movies, that is my least favorite one. I mean, because they just said, hey, we're just going to use the Deadpool format and have Professor X throwing F-bombs the whole time. It'll be hilarious. It was like seeing a sad dementia patient. It was not funny. It was not good. It was not even cute. 
and it and actions i mean action wasn't worth it um so it definitely didn't need its oscar nod either the next movie is another oscar nominated turd uh with joker you've heard me complain about that movie just call it author with you know some mental disorder and keep it moving i I don't want to waste any more time on that movie next one is pulp fiction this is one of the few movies i could think is overrated that i actually own in my collection it's good but if i could say it's one of my favorite it's my favorite tarantino movie i'd be like no it's like if you compare it to inglorious bastard it's like I have more fun watching Inglorious Bastards than, you know, Pulp Fiction. It may be because I think that's probably one of Tarantino's movies where he does not decide to throw the N-word out there just for, you know, poops and giggles. Um, so that might be my thing. And my last one was, there was a time, like, I was, like, I just, like, if there was a new Japanimation movie came out and somebody said it was good, I was picking it up. And that's what I did to my last entry, which was Princess Momonoku. I'm thinking they were, if you look at the headings and just like when hype when this movie was out, they were just like, oh my gosh, this is the you know, epitome of Japan animation. I mean, it's got action. It's got a great story. And then I watched the thing. I'm like, this is so flipping boring. I mean, I think she had one action scene in the whole thing. I'm like, just give me Fist of the North Star, Go Go 13. That's the epitome of Japanimation to me. But, and Princess Nonoku did absolutely nothing for me. So that is my last overrated movie. All right, man. You came in strong with yours. Joker. Princess Mon... What is that one? Princess Mono. Man, why can't I say that name? Princess what? <laughs> Princess Mononoku. Thank you. Gosh, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Pulp Fiction is God. Okay. I, mean, I don't. I don't. I don't. I just have to throw that in there. I feel like we can go through everybody's list and pick one that it's like, you know, you're way wrong on that one. Oh yeah. <laughs> like every one of us is going, that, yeah, yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> I ain't dying on that here. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, I don't know if you guys have watched TNT because there's no basketball right now, but they have been hammering the commercials for their adaptation of Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer <laughs> was one of those movies that I just love. I love the whole concept. The execution was great. It showed a different side of Chris Evans. And it just, man, it, was, it felt very true and exactly how something like that would play out if something like that happened in real life. Um, but at the end of the movie, I didn't find myself going, man, this would have been, this would be cool, but what would be even cooler is if they kept it going with a TV series. I'm just not quite sure how they can sell that and, and make it work for a whole series, like 22 episodes of, well, we've got to get up to the head of the train. I just, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But I'm kind of leery on watching that. Before we go into this next topic, what do you guys think about the Snowpiercer series? Can, I, can, I, can I say this, Jeff? I'm sorry, Jay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Y'all remember O'Brien, the singer from the 80s? You remember that guy? Your silence tells me that you are remember <laughs> fondly. Anyway. Um, he did a revamped version of the Snow Train, the, the Snow Train, the Soul Train thing called so, uh, Soul Train is Coming. Do, 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 do. You, I, if you've heard it, you know what I'm talking about. Whenever I see that commercial, all I can think of is Snow Train is Coming. Do, 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 do. People in the Soul Train line dancing on this thing in the snow in their coats. I can't take it seriously. I, I, I Like Jeff said, I saw the movie. The movie was good enough. I can't see them making this into an episodic that you're going to be like, yeah, I got to see Snow Train today. I'm not. Snow Train. <laughs> Jace, what's your take on it? I'm actually coming in a different uh, thing. I used to think you could make a series out of this. Like, I mean, because there's enough 
the movie's good enough that there's enough backstory on how they got to the train that isn't explored. Then you got kind of that they're in the train basically what probably is about I mean like ten or fifteen years. So I don't know what the heck you could do in those ten years, but there's a story there could be a story there. And then there is a story at the end of the movie with what happens what they do after the train gets derailed. Like what what what's life like after that? So I think in that in that case you actually do have something that you can work with as a good movie. I mean, it's a good TV show to, to flesh those other things out. Okay, I can kind of see what you're talking about with that. Well, I got inspired by questioning the need for a Snowpiercer show and decided to come up with a list of movies I think could work for, you know, an ex- or uh, yeah, I came up with a list of movies that I thought would work pretty well for, for a TV series. And hopefully you guys have four as well. My first one is going to be kind of wild and crazy, but I think with 2020 and beyond technology, we can make that work. The Matrix. And not so much focusing on Neo, but just like the whole effort to wake people up. We've got these ships that can go around, so that's a whole other angle. We can kind of look around to other squads and like their efforts to try to free civilization. We could even set it before uh, Neo comes into the picture where they're searching for the one. And maybe some of it is, oh, this is a fake one, and he's not real, and he's part of the robot program to kind of mess us up. I think they could do that, and they can you know, working the whole uh, agents and, and just going into the virtual world. I think there's some potential with that where they could spin it off and make it work. And without a superhero Neo, they could do more realistic fight scenes without having these 9,000% wire work. That's my first one. Next one, Starship Troopers. I don't feel like that one needs as much explanation. It's soldiers growing up, learning to fight bugs. And I would like to know more. Uh, Next up, Minority Report, which I feel like they've spun off before, but I think that that's just something that should have been a TV series that would have, should have been a success. And I don't know why it didn't, but that concept is cool. Stop a crime before it happens. What happens if there's some stuff that's screwing up the whole process? Uh, Next up, 300. Um, We could focus on Leonette. Leonidas, uh, his crew of Spartans, before their big battle at Sparta, we could follow on the next generation of Spartas, Spartans and all the craziness going on. I think Zack Snyder could make that into a cool TV series with that whole visual aesthetics and, you know, guys who have n- have never seen a hamburger in their life. They're eating 18 abs, just wrecking shop and killing a bunch of beasts and monsters. I think that's the kind of show that will work well on a um, TNT. Uh, So that's my list. Jace, you were last last time. What's your choice for movies you turn into a TV show? Okay. I'm trying to keep the – I'm working on some of these that might bust a budget, but I think I I still can have some fun with So first one I go with is Resident Evil. Basically, this follows the same – theory with Snowpiercer, there's, I mean, especially as much, how many video games you've had, different universes of Resident Evil, there's just plenty of things to do about the T-Virus, like all the, uh, you know, all the spinoffs and like Leon and what they did with the other company beside Umbrella. I'm thinking you could get 10 seasons easy of Resident Evil and it would not look like a ripoff of Walking Dead because you would have main character for one season then you go to another story and then you know bring them i mean have them kind of come to each other's seasons i think i mean and then boss fight at the end there they go next one i got is quiet place this might be my, the more difficult one because most of the talk i mean most of the shows are actually going to be in subtitles uh, i don't know if an audience be ready for that but I think if you want to definitely, I mean, I think 
there's there's just ground. How the hell do these aliens or whatever the heck they come come out? And what's civilization like now that they're gone? I mean, they're here. Uh, so I think you can do that one. Next one, I'm gonna wow, I, I must have been on it. Everybody dies thing because the next one I got was Cloverfield. Uh, I I I'm one of those people who liked Cloverfield Paradox. It wasn't great, but I think they could do something with like a universe out of that Cloverfield Paradox. And did they bring, and then you bring, go from like kind of Cloverfield to, I mean, Clover, uh, Cloverfield Paradox to Cloverfield, and then the one with John, John Goodman. I, I think that it's like the first, first part of the series is your budget buster. Then after that, I mean, the first two of your budget busters, but then after that, you kind of go with more of a story and just the horror aspect of it. And I think that could be interesting. Uh, and my last one to have a little fun will be Tron. I'm sure this would be stupid expensive. Man, I mean, just like, if, especially anybody who saw uh, the the last Tron, you put that in, if you could have a like a Disney Plus budget behind that and go for, I mean, just honestly, just use the characters that were actually in Tron too, I think you'd have a lot of fun and I mean, you could bounce back between the two worlds. I think, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you could do a 22 episodes, but I think if you put a Disney Plus budget behind it, you could, that would be something you could sell a network on. So that's my list. All right. That's a pretty good list, bro. Uh, Chief, what movies would you see turned into a TV series? All right. Uh, Jack Reacher might have been decent. And I'm talking about with the stars as 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 they're as they're uh, playing on the on the on the small screen there. Um, I like that movie. You know, at the end of the movie with uh, and I can't think of it uh, with um, Ashley Judd and Morgan Freeman, and they were both lawyers, and they opened up the law firm at the end, and she went in there and joined them. That kiss the girls. No, it wasn't Kiss the Girls. It was where her husband was uh, a military dude, and he ended up killing all those people. And at the end, she found out that he was actually the killer. Um, Double Jeopardy? No, not that one. Mm, no, it wasn't Double Jeopardy. But you know what I'm talking about. Her. It's sort it's of, uh, kind of. Like, the, the Grimes, he played Grimes, I think. He was the, he was the alcoholic in the in the show. And, um, Anyways, she okay. she was became his military lawyer, and uh, at the end high they, they opened up a high crimes. At the end, they opened up a um, a law firm together, and I think it would have been kind of cool to see them do cases together the way they played off each other in that movie. Um, that's two. Uh, you probably won't understand this. Nobody will, but I enjoyed Sky High. No, I like Sky High. Um, I think we might have made a good, a good um, TV show. You know, oh, um, I would have enjoyed that as a TV show. And last but not least, um, twenty days later. Mm. But. Not you know not not the other ones they did like off the base off the the original with Cillian Murphy and uh, Naomi Harris that 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 backdrop yeah um I think that would have made an interesting TV series uh, watching them try to survive um, you know going place to place I think that would have made an interesting TV series. Because um, I think that rage was a good idea. It wasn't quite mm-hmm. zombies, and people actually died after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that was, you know, um, that wasn't a bad, uh, you know. And they could do an eight-part series, a ten-part series with that or something. But I think that would have really played out for a nice little TV show. 
I would watch that. Uh, all right, Jay King, how about you? Oops, sorry, mute button trouble. Um, I'm gonna start with one a movie I always like, um, and it, it was interesting because it's taken. You know, we're now with that with reality TV being what it's become. I'd say the Truman Show. <clears throat> Uh, a, a series of the Truman Show where we get to d- dive deeper into Truman and also what it takes to pull off uh, something like this, the people who are, are involved in Truman's life, you know, that kind of uh, a double dance that they're doing, you know, being a part of his life. They're one foot in a reality and one foot out of that reality, too. I think that'd be interesting to get deeper into those characters, you know and not just have the show centered around just the character of Truman. Um, you're able to dive a little deeper into these characters and to this life, you know, that, that, that they're portraying. Um, so that's one. Uh, two, I think because people love these Glee shows, they love uh, anything with, with musicals, sing high school musical, they love these things, you know. Pitch Perfect because, you know, everybody seems to like these movies. And... Um, why not just make another Glee, you know, everybody, it's a, it'd be a money grab. It's a money maker. It's not because I think it would be great. It's because I, if I'm a T, if I'm an exec, a TV exec right now, give us, give us something else. Give us another Glee. And I think Pitch Perfect will be it. Good cast. Do the whole thing all over again. They love it. Why not? Oh, um, like a fake one? Because there's a reality show one. There, There is? Yeah, yeah, it was on Netflix. One. There was like a couple seasons, but they didn't have like a, okay. it was like reality. It was like a real one, and like you know, it was like all the like the real life acapella singers around the country and all that stuff. It's kind of interesting. Oh, okay. I think they had like well, two seasons. A fake one. Was it was it really dramatic though, Gunner? Yeah, dog. It was kind of crazy. Like one dude killed himself, yo. So that oh, he shit, like man, nah. did their best. Nah. Did the like best. <laughs> nah, like he was like mad depressed. So it was like a comeback story. Oh, wow. That team was like. They like kick butt and did all that stuff, and I was like, "Oh crap!" That's okay. Crazy. It was nuts. Okay, uh, that, 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 that's yeah, that's a redemption story. I was thinking more like just light and fluffy, like Glee, you know. It just, is. It just, is. It's usually so, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so there's that one. Um, uh, it was a toss up for me because I was thinking either, you know, gotta have something funny in there. I was thinking half baked because um. You know, this is a, uh, a comedy about four stoner friends that live together. Somebody that that's got to be good for somebody to watch for two or three seasons, right? You know, but at the same time, I don't know. It's like there's other comedies that you could take, you can take and make into a, a weekly series. I, I don't know if half baked. I just thought the premise of, of four, four four friends getting high together, living in a uh, uh, apartment, sharing an apartment, the wacky adventures they could each have, get different characters, you know, the, the difference between each of these guys. Maybe that'd be interesting to see. And we'll, we'll keep that one just for the sake of. Um, <laughs> I always like buddy cop shows or buddy cop movies too. And one of, if you remember this one, this is at a time when Lisa Weapon was kicking ass and, you know, they just kept pumping out Buddy Cops movies, you know, no matter who it was, Fish Out of Water, Buddy Cop movies, whatever. Just, just keep, keep them coming. Tango and Cash was an interesting one to me because it was, if you remember that movie, it was so over the top and macho cheese that it could translate into an over the top macho cheese weekly series. I don't care what where you put it, whether it's network TV, cable, or, or streaming, it's gonna work either way. Just over the top macho cheese every week. We're gonna give you what you want. You want car show? You want car uh, car chases? You want you want gunfights? You want fights? You want uh, 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 explosions? We got it. Gunplay, Mexican standoffs, girls, boobs, whatever you want, we got it. This is what this is all about. Tango and cash. Give us two like mid-tier male actors that never quite made it made it over the hump and that was i was i was thinking like who will we cast as tango and cash they got to be guys that are we, we i would want guys that are in no danger of leaving this show in season two or three because they're back on the a-list so i, I was thinking like who would i cast for that right um sean william scott next to, sean william scott yeah yeah that's a good one 
because he was wasn't he uh, cast as the replacement? He's uh, the weapon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Insert Sean William Scott. There we go. There we go. Who is he? Is he Tang? He's got to be uh, Cash. He can't be Ray Tango. He right. can't be Ray Tango. Yeah. Um. God. Next up. All right, but I I'm curious love... though. Who who would be that in? Who's who's uh, who's Tango? Yeah. We need a washed up pretty boy. We need a washed up pretty boy, a washed up face. And I can't think of any. I cannot think of any. Like dark like haired washed Tatum up pretty boy. Is almost in that almost at that stage. Is he? I feel like he's at that stage like... where he hasn't done anything that's been a hit in a long time. And a TV wow, show like yeah. this would I mean Angela Bass is doing that rescue nine one one. I mean, she's a better actor right. than either of those guys. And she's totally she's that also down. a sixty year old black actress too, Jeff. Hey, man, like that's, 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 but I mean, Channing, I don't think he's he's still as focused on those uh abs. I mean, he's not gonna be on that three hundred show. <laughs> I was thinking like, I don't know, um, hell man. It, I just I couldn't think of anybody who's in that in that Liam Hemsworth. He, Hemsworth? No, he, no, he's getting movie roles. He's getting Liam, movie roles. Not Chris. No, the the brother. Yeah, he's still getting movie roles, ain't he? Yeah. Yeah. Right, let, let me see the last one because I feel like uh, he hasn't done anything useful in a while. Nothing to mention, right? Yeah, nothing ah. worth mentioning. Yeah. Um, we we come back to it. Um, and I I was really I want to do I wanted to do something like, uh, uh Back to the Future meets uh, uh Quantum Leap, but like if back, if you were to make Back to the Future a series, would it be Doc and Marty go back in time and right wrongs? Because now this is just Quantum Leap. Hey Je- Jeff, you know there was real talk about well. This is about three, four years ago when they were talking about bring NBC was really desperate and talking about bringing back damn near everything that was a hit for them 25 to 30 years ago. From Miami Vice to ALF, uh, A-Team, what else were they talking about bringing back? Knight Rider, Hill Street they Blues. They brought back Knight Rider. That was not a good oh, show. Oh, they oh, did how bring back Knight Rider. Right. How many times freaking... did they try that? Um, oh well, one was not NBC. One was like a random show with a dude. It was syndicated. Car, it was syndicated. Post, yeah, it was a post-apocalyptic world, and it was BS, and it was like on like one of the UPNs <laughs> when UPN started. It was crap because it was this dude with this weird tank, and it only lasted for two seconds. It was like that Vanishing Sun. A couple of them, only Vanishing Sun lasted. Anyway, and then yeah. on NBC, how do you mess up Night Rider? That should be an easy. It was really show. terrible. It was it was, it was bad. Even, I don't even want to think about it. It was so bad that I'm probably one of the few people that remembers this shit. Anyways, the yeah. other one on TV, they screwed that one up because it was a you know instead of a Trans Am, it was a Mustang. Hold on, random yeah. random. Yeah. Megan Markle actually appeared in the Night Rider on NBC. Yep. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, dog. They canceled that joint in the middle, but you could still watch it somewhere. I forgot, like USA was playing it for like three seconds, and then they just it was like pulled the whole episodes, thing off whatever. They're like, you know what? It this was like, not a good show. It was, it was like, like yeah, five was episodes, black. and they issued an apology. Like this, this sucks. We're sorry. Yeah, it was it after Cars or something into else. a Transformer. It, it managed to get into a Transformer. No, it was bad. Yeah, but it, it only bad. aired like. Five and then they threw them somewhere else, right? Because I, I, I remember mm-hmm. they took it off, or they changed the Dude, time. They pulled that. It was like five episodes. Sunday and like midnight. Yeah. I have a very strong thing. If it looks bad, I'm not giving it a shot anymore because I know the network, especially NBC, won't. Well, you know what's funny, Gunner? Wasn't this around the time when people were really voicing their opinions in Reddit's or whatever else on the internet and saying, "Hey." We have the power to trash a show into cancellation. If I'm not mistaken, that was one of those shows that that, that, that met that fate. Huh? That's good. That period ended? Right. I think think it ran amok. (laughs) It ran like a, it was five episodes, I remember. And it was like, and we're sorry we ever aired that. Here's a rerun of something else. Yeah, it was, it was like, yeah, we, we sorry. We, We messed up here. 
We apologize. But they tried. They they were trying to reboot Quantum Leap, but they were like, we can't get the casting right on Quantum Leap. It's, it's the same thing that they're doing with Miami Vice Legacy, whatever they're calling it now. Um, that you get exactly with Vin Diesel being the executive producer, and it's like, dude. There's certain shows you cannot, there's certain things you cannot reproduce because it just fit in the time that it was made. You can't redo Miami Vice. The cocaine Miami era is over. It's now, it's now skyscrapers, it's now cranes and, 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 and skyscrapers and, and luxury condos and that's it. There's no more cocaine wars in Miami right now. That's, that's over. That, that, was, that fit that time. I was thinking, you know, with like a Back to the Future made for series, how could you even pull that off? Because Back to the Future, it's centered on just, okay, the life of Marty McFly. Do we go back to his, the history of the McFly family <laughs> and right all the wrongs of the McFly's? Or do we, can we go into historical context and say, okay, well, what if we killed Hitler, Marty? It's like, what is this, Rick and Morty now? I don't, I don't know where I would take that. I don't know where I would Speaking take that. Speaking of like to. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're we're literally just mimicking the boardroom of how do we make a time travel show? Well, maybe much. if we do, if everybody's right, Dude. everything is wrong, and they go back and write it again, and we have the black character talk to slaves in perfect language, <laughs> nothing's wrong with the black character. Hey, hey, hey. And I think you're talking Dude. about time here. <laughs> Dude, what's that crap? I am pretty sure. That pitch move, that pitch meetings when they're saying, "Hey, we need some new shows, we need some new content. Let's start throwing spaghetti against the wall and see what sticks." I'm pretty sure they yep. start off just like this. Do you have an idea? You got any ideas? Yeah. Hey, anytime. Who? I'm trying to think. Somebody just had a show come on, or, or just had another uh, sitcom get canceled on them recently. It's like, dude, how many times are we gonna trot this corpse out here and put him in front of a camera for him to get canceled inside of a season? <laughs> How many times? <laughs> was it Joey? Was it, uh, what's his name? Uh, God, what's Joey Tribbiani's real name? Matt LeBlanc. No, that's yeah, not. His name of the plane has been hanging on to CBS for like 10 years. Huh? Man with the plane has been hanging on for in like 10 years at CBS, so that's not been bad for him. No, it hasn't. This is the second season. Huh? What is that show's second season? Yes, sir. It's just Joey's been on that many failed pilots that it's felt like 10 no, years. No, what I'm saying is that show itself has been on. It's like a summer show. That's why you don't see it. But it's been on It's been on, on CBS for like 10 years. Yeah, 66 no, episodes in. It's been on since 2016. Uh, 66 episodes. 16, so four years. And it's still going. So four years. It's about no, to hit that magic no, syndication. Then next episode is the last one or something like that. They got canceled. Hey, still better than a lot of other cats. I mean, it's better than a lot of other stuff, but it's like this. When you keep trotting out the same actors, we've watched Joey Tribbiani or Matt LeBlanc go from dark-haired, young, swarthy, heartthrob guy to old, fat, middle-aged guy who's still in sitcoms. There's got to be some new blood out here, dude. It's got to be. It's got to be. There has to be someone else uh, with some kind of content, somebody's got to be making something. The thing is, I think that network is, they're, they're just not taking chances. They want bona fide hits and familiar faces, whereas Netflix and cable, they're coming up with these groundbreaking hit shows that network wish they had. Network wishes they had. I, I will mm-hmm. guarantee you, even though, even though Atlanta wouldn't work or probably be as successful because of what they can do in the boundaries they can push on FX, I would guarantee you ABC or NBC wishes they had a show similar that could draw the same type of audience, you know, or, you know, whether it's Atlanta or uh, uh, Billions or or Westworld, whatever, uh, uh, um, Kimmy Schmidt or whatever's popular on Netflix and Hulu, Mrs. Maisel or whatever. Dude, these are the shows that are winning the Emmys. You may have one or two, you may have one or two shows on all of network TV that can be in any contention. And right now it's only This Is Us and, 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 and maybe, what, another CBS drama? The rest of the landscape is trash. You don't know who's on network anymore. You don't care. All right, they Gunner, yeah. we haven't gotten your list. What do you got? 
This is for the uh, movies that should be TV shows. All right. Right. Even though it was a web series first, I still think, you know, like an animated one, I think Undercover Brother, real live action, could have been funny as hell. In a certain point in time, especially now, actually. Who cares? Who cares? It'll just raise hell. Um, going way back, reaching far, far back, Passenger 57. I feel like there were talks of trying that or at least rumors of, but this was before social media. So it was just like literally people in school saying stuff. So who knows? I don't think that really happened. Uh, I think I had, oh yeah, Chronicles of Riddick. Like not that third movie that was really, no, it was Pitch Black and then Chronicles of Riddick and then the other one. I was just like, the other one was just like, okay, let's just throw everything against the wall and see if it sticks. Um, but I think a series, like an hour-long, even a half-hour-long series would have been, like, pretty cool. Or, or throw them all up on Netflix and have them all half-hour and just watch, you know, same cast, everything, right? You know what I mean? Like, why not? Um, and just watch them do Riddick things and all that macho crap in, in space. Um, the other guys? kind of want to see them fight financial crimes in the most comedic way possible. <laughs> like, I would love to see that series. And it looked like even the end of the movie, the end credits looked like they were kind of setting up for that kind of stuff. Would have been really cool. And my fifth one that would be, I don't know, questionable because I really haven't opened up the movie since I bought it because I already seen it. And I'm like, I can't watch this long movie anymore. But the idea of Inception was a really good idea. Um, I'd love to see, I'd love to see what they could, what anybody, a good writer could do with that kind of premise. Uh, that's on my, that's my list. I don't know. Gunner, so. I had that on my list too, but I figured maybe somebody else would want it. But yeah, I think that one, just the idea, you think it's been different arcs, different seasons, trying to accept one person yeah. or, or just showing how the whole concept came about i mean there, there's a lot with that one i feel like they could really do something cool with okay so um so i've been following you know because i go to movies or in a past life i used to go to movies to do reviews and um so right now it's still a, a no-go for movie theaters for me i'm not going and uh, lots of areas are still on lockdown and no sh- no chance of a summer blockbuster season. So this is going to be the first time where we've <laughs> been around where there hasn't been that mega hit film that's going to do a hundred million or billion dollars at the box office. Christopher Nolan is still trying to hold out hope to save theaters by releasing Tenet. In July, he is not backing down from that date. He wants to keep it. Warner Brothers wants to keep him happy, so they have not moved that like they have pretty much everything else on their schedule. Fellas, are you excited about seeing Tenet? And are you excited enough to see it to go to the theaters? Because for me, if this was last May and this is happening, I would be in a protective suit with an oxygen tank to watch Avengers Endgame. But there's absolutely nothing that would make me go, yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to go to the theaters to see that this year. Is Tenet that one for y'all? Yes. No, I'm kidding. No, I want, I'm excited about Tenet, but not enough to kill myself. Two, I think Disney's smart enough to say, hey, we have an app in the works. Let's push it forward and just launch it there. The end or Netflix, the end. You know what I mean? Like, Disney would have been like, nope, we're going to launch it here. Like, they're already doing now, right, with Black Widow, I think. Um, now, Black so, Widow's still supposed to come out in theaters in November, but the good news is apparently the cure for this virus is going to be all set for November. It's a joke. It's so... a joke, yeah. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. I mean, to me, with Disney, with Disney+, Plus, I feel like they're missing the opportunity to make more money on their thing like let's say people who wanted to see black widow don't have disney plus maybe you get 50 million more subscribers 
because it's like, well, shoot, if they're going to put all their movies here, I'm going to get this. And this is a one year thing because there has not been a lot of shows kind of like what was promised to us when we signed up for it. Kind of curious if some really legalistic person will go, I'm going to sue Disney because Disney Plus didn't deliver what they said they were going to with all these original shows slated to come out this year. Um, But yeah, they haven't. And their films like Scoob, which are coming directly to uh, rental and home video, but there hasn't been that blockbuster yet. I'm curious if some theater or some studio is going to go, yeah, that's enough waiting. Let's put it out. Premium price. Let's see what happens. That it will not be tenant with Warner Brothers, for sure. So stupid, because I really wanted to see that movie. That was like one of the main movies I wanted to see, like, you know, in May. Um, and kind of the stupid thing to me is that there's going to be, like, the movie may open in theaters and get like 30 million, because half the population's like, yeah, we're going to see that at home. So it's going to be the same audience that would have seen it at home anyway, on a white lead till later to watch that's it. True. And I don't know. I haven't. I've been looking at the crowds of the uh, reopen thing and people that are going to go crazy reopening. Uh, I don't see them seeing a black lead movie. Just saying, just throwing that out there. I feel like you're wrong in, in bizarre <laughs> world. Um, maybe they'll bring their bazookas <laughs> to the movie theaters just to make sure everything's straight. Jay, right. that's too much. No, no, no. Uh, probably. All right, Jay, so you're going to go see Tenet in the theaters when uh, Howard County reopens. Yes? Uh, no, actually, I'm still going to be not in that whole movie thing. But, I mean, it, it's it's like you, if you want to open these movie theaters, if you're saying, hey, we want to have people go to the movies, you're better served just giving the movie studios, you're like, just $50 million just to survive until December. Because... If you if anybody releases, it's like the numbers are going to come in so low. It's just like, why did we do this? Like, who who are we trying? Who's who are we trying to prove that we needed to do this? Because it's just like people are just going to be like, no, uh, I'm not going. And then it comes up making fifteen million dollars because it's not trolls who made fifty million dollars at home. This is adults that have to go out and see this movie. It's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And also, sadly to say, Tenant has a black lead, so a lot of those places that are going to truly reopen are like, yeah, I'm not seeing that. So just really got to become realistic about it. It's okay. Let's just hold that. Let's have the summer blockbuster movie is canceled, but we can really come good in the fall. Potentially at least some of these places like, like actually reopen enough. Like if can you see California reopening, like LA County is basically canceled the summer. So you're, you've lost all movies there. New York, I'm thinking nobody goes out. So just say, hey, in September, we're 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 gonna release our movies, hell or high water. But in the summer, you're just wasting your time. Chief, you are not going to the theaters either. Yeah, I'm not going. I may never go back again. Um, but Chief, how else will you get interrupted by somebody on their cell phone potentially carrying a virus that could put you in the hospital? Man, listen. I mean, can you imagine the first time somebody coughs in a crowded movie theater? Like, you're not even paying attention to the movie no more. But I know I wouldn't be. I mean, somebody just, <laughs> you're like, oh. I can't, I can't see it. There's nothing, there's nothing. I mean, they're canceled all the movies. Hell. Um, I don't even know what Tenet is. So y'all talking about Tenet, I have no idea what that is. The only movie that I did want to see was Quiet Place. I don't know. I'm not going nowhere. Every little step I take will be around this house. So I'm Bobby Brown, and I'm about to shave a gummy. <laughs> Put me on some super long shoes. Hey, dude, I got enough hair that I could actually pull off a gummy. Ditto. You and me both. <laughs> But I'm oh, not cutting yeah. until it's over. I just want to see how long this is going. It's like my playoff beard. Yeah. I'm just my corona hair. I want to see exactly how far it's going to go and how long it'll keep going. Yeah. So it yeah, looks I like no. That, so that's I'm a big no. Damn. Y'all got corona hair. My hair grows <laughs> like the mold the on dude. a horn. 
You got the George <laughs> Jefferson Bush. We win. <laughs> oh, man. If I join out, boy, I'm like, dude, I'm going to grow in a bush again. That's what's happening. So Disney Plus is putting a movie that people are excited about, Hamilton, on Disney Plus. So <laughs> that's coming in July. And maybe that'll help with some subscriptions because, you know, Hamilton is something that a lot of people still have yet to see. And it features the original cast. That's a big move for Disney Plus. But it's still not quite the... Well, I mean, I don't know. I think that's a big one. That was supposed to come out in 2021. It's jumping a long time to come out here. It's going to get a lot of views, man. It's going to be the, the joint, man. Uh, I mean... And then repeat views too. Look, yeah, people are gonna be watching that, dude. Especially people that had tickets this year that didn't tell oh, their husbands right. that they got tickets this year. Especially yeah. the people that told their husbands that they didn't get that they got tickets this year and they're going with their girls instead of their husbands. <laughs> I think there could be a side story there, Gunner. Yeah, hmm. now you gotta watch it for seven bucks with your husband. <laughs> seven bucks a month. <laughs> <laughs> you know my my favorite thing with all this there's still so many like so-and-so has agreed to star in such and such movie or they've signed on to join so-and-so's movie like but when is that movie coming out i sign on to anything too yeah sure why not ain't going to be out anytime soon (laughs) i'll sign up for the 2021 movie i'm sorry 2020 fall movie i'm totally there like, yeah. oh, I can't get well, it. Well, yeah, I, my my next bit of news focuses on this next topic. So let's just jump right into it, fellas. Who are your nominees for Dummies of the Week? Jace, I'm going to start with you. I'm not going to preempt your Dummy of the Week. So I'm going to let you have that one. Uh, so I actually do not have. No, actually, you're right. I should start off. My Dummy of the Week is Jason Lyles because when we were talking. Earlier today, he told me he was watching Rise of Skywalker, and he took a brief pause, and then he was going to go back and watch it, maybe in some vain hopes of trying to find a plot. But you, sir, are my dummy of the week, for sure. <laughs> you know, I, it was funny. I said I'd get through it probably around 5.30 and probably have a little runoff of something better. I, I went. I ended up watching Rebels, and I think I made a better call chicken oh no i finished watching scourers like the last half of that movie like what huh huh what oh no never mind okay this is on me so yeah definitely dummy mm-hmm. i i deserve your scoring it's true i know better than this That's all right so orgers i'm sorry for interrupting oh no 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 i was actually like i said i'm, I'm actually gonna co-sign on your dummy loop once you actually made it i just wasn't oh, okay it. That's all. oh gotcha all right, well, fellas, that's going to do it for us on this one. Thank y'all for rolling with me as always. Thank y'all out there for listening. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed. <laughs>